Crowhill here. Today we review an IPA and discuss skills we wish we had. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill. Good evening, Pigweed. Good evening. Uh, what, what's on your What's on your mind, and and why are you having such a pained look on your face trying to drink that beer? Oh, uh, my Brazilian jiu-jitsu class. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. gosh. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, gaining these skills in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yeah, uh, that's you know, just taking a toll. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not easy, but you know, if you're gonna be the best, you know, you gotta train hard. And yeah, sometimes you, know, you suffer. One of one bit. of the one of the key uh, identifiers of people who are really skilled in Brazilian Brazilian <laughs> jiu-jitsu yeah. is, is their their ears get all messed up. Have you ever noticed that? Like, because there's so you know, much call, there's so much grappling, so much groundwork, so much groundwork and grappling <laughs> yeah. that their ears get all bent yeah. Well, that ex- that explains these yeah. red ears. Right. It has nothing to do with uh, alcohol consumption. Okay, yes, I have it's, red all, ears. it's all from the Brazilian. Yeah, it's jiu-jitsu. from the mat. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. So today we're we're drinking delicious IPA from Stone Brewery. Stone is a is a well known. California and Virginia breweries. Yes, uh, recently in Virginia. And this one's uh, 7.7%, and it doesn't really tell you much else about the beer. And I don't know what, actually, what distinguishes this from, Mm. it's just from the uh, flagship Stone IPA. Give it a whiff. Is it more delicious than... uh, It's got a nice aroma. It's very pale. Yeah, yeah, they're using different... It's, it's different, very, a different hops, more hops, I'm not sure, than the standard Stone. I got, they are so, these people are so versed in... IPAs that at Christmas time I, I said, ooh, I, I get those variety packs. Mm-hmm. I said, ooh, it was a stone variety pack. It was the 12 IPAs of Christmas. It wasn't three of four varieties. It was 12 different IPAs wow. yeah. in one 12-er. Yeah, so this, they know their way around an IPA. And they do. This this one has a very interesting flavor. It's got a very nice aroma right. and it, it's got... And it's oh, California Pale. California Pale. It's got a little bit of that oily, resiny flavor, but yeah. it's also got a, a sharp heart, hop, hop bitterness. To yes, it. there's a bitter, but there's a bitter bite that that uh, hop resiny hop lays on your tongue mm-hmm. when you're done. Mm-hmm. Not what you call a clean finish Mm-mm. in a good way. Yeah, very nice. There's not a whole lot of malt going on here. No, but it's, no, no. But it's a very. What do, they, what do they say? Hop in IPA water school. Water and hops. Yeah. Yeah. West Coast is water and hops. Water and hop, but it's it's actually. If you if you like hops, this is a this is a good yeah. IPA to try. <laughs> no malts getting in the way. That, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it is fantastic. That's very good, very very interesting. All right, I I appreciate multi beers, but this one uh, I like it. Yeah, very very tasty. And uh, at the high at the high end of your IPAs, it's it's almost pushing imperial. Yeah, it's almost pushing a double IPA yeah. there at seven point seven. Seven point seven. Well, I, yeah, and eight and over, you got to call it an imperial. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, the, the the collection I got, we got a double IPA, so that'll be oh gosh. So all right, so show. still yeah. more to come. No, another one to come. All right. So skills I wish I had. So if if you wish you had them, why don't you just have them? Well, you know the cauliflower ear. <laughs> the yeah, well, there are reasons, aren't there? I guess there. Well, there are, there are combinations of lack of genuine effort, yeah. and there are others uh, that have some other reason. And let me give you one of mine. Okay, <laughs> is pains me to say so. 
I'm just really not. It's taken me a long time to admit this. I'm just not that mechanically inclined. Hmm. So the reason that I'm not a gearhead is not simply the lack of time that I've spent around garages. Right. It's uh, just my clumsy approach around uh, machinery. Hmm. I mean, I, I sure I've swapped out some simple parts and oil changes and changed uh, uh, spark plugs back right. when you could get to the spark plugs. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, just I've seen, and I only know that from, I didn't, I didn't realize this until I've seen other people. Yeah. And I'm going, wait a minute. Did you already know how to fix this thing? Oh, no, it just kind of makes sense. Does it now? And then after they do it, I'm like, yeah, I guess it does make sense. But you know what I mean? Just not drawn to that inclination. So, yeah, so, so that would be there's... a skill that <laughs> I've just been denied by God, really. Yeah, so I, it seems to me there's two components to that. One is sort of the, the interest in the craft of it. Like if you, if you think of somebody who has some mechanical skill, there's, there's like, get it done, make it work. And then there's the make it look nice and feel nice. And, like, um, th- there's the crafty side. Of well, the I remember a, a guy, uh, talking to a guy who had this really old, you know, back when they made things really solid? Yeah. Is this a really old toaster? Yeah. And he was just like, I don't know. I just want to see if I can get it and uh, fix it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like... You know what? For fifteen dollars, we can throw that thing in the trash and get a new one. Yeah. And he knew that, of course. Yeah. But he was just inclined to go. I don't know. I could probably fix that. Yeah. And right. There is, I, I'm like, that's a great approach yes. that I just don't have. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a little more mechanically inclined than inclined than you are. I, agree. I, I like fixing things, mm-hmm. but I don't like trying to make them fancy. I don't like. Like, for example, I, I built my office, I built a corner desk. It's plywood and two-by-fours. <laughs> you know, it's not, I didn't put it on the lathe or anything like that. It's it's just a very straightforward. 12, and, 12, 12 coats of lacquer. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a very straightforward desk. I like to get things done and functional. And I don't like spending a lot of time on making them fancy and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. That, that's, you know. All right, so how about this one? Um, we grew up with Fahrenheit, uh, but you know our, our our betters are always telling us that we should we should move to Celsius. Yeah, um, yeah. Those, was, those, just, those enlightened Europeans are all. Uh, yeah, Celsius. as a kid, I was told that uh, by the time I'm old enough to drive a car, I'll be buying gasoline in liters. Yeah, well, okay, no, maybe well, not. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was like twenty years ago. There's two, there's two kinds of countries in the world. Yeah. Countries that use the uh, metric system, right? And countries that have gone to the moon. Boom! In your face, <laughs> right? So, um, so I, when I was uh, so I, when I was in in Mexico, right? Everything is, is Celsius, and I just learned uh, what are ten, twenty, and thirty, mm. and that really covers everything. And what's interesting is in, in Mexico, where I was anyway, the temperature really never changes. Hmm. There's no segment of the weatherman. Just wh- whoever's on just tells you what the weather is because it's not the obsession that it is here. And Mrs. Pigweed n- never really learns. She knows Fahrenheit better than she knows Celsius because nobody talks about it. Well, nobody, there's no reason to because yeah, it's always the same he, temperature. And right? here, it's like the top of the conversation in every in every office is oh, it's, it's 
Yeah, it's 48. It's dropping down to 30. Nobody talks like that Yeah, in Mexico. So nobody, she didn't never even bother to learn Celsius herself. It's just yeah. not a big deal. But I mean, obviously, I, I, know, I know the basics of Celsius. You know, what what's freezing and what's boiling. So and that I'm sort of watching stuff, this, uh, listen to this podcast, crime podcast. It's taking place in Saskatchewan. Right. And the, <laughs> the guy says, the sheriff says, yeah, it was minus 40 degrees. And I'm going, well, well here's are, you talking about, are you talking about Celsius or Fahrenheit? Here's the funny thing. It Go makes ahead. no difference. Exactly. Minus 40 is exactly. one, of, one of those points where like, the same. Wait a minute. I've got to look this up. Because he, <laughs> right. he, he said, yes. before I can finish my complete thought of, well, dude, are you going to explain? I know you're in Canada, but yeah. are you, are you, is this for an American audience or not? And, and I'm like. I'm looking this up. There's no way. That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, minus four. Here's <laughs> How does it work? One, one, way of, one way of converting from Fahrenheit to Celsius and Celsius to Fahrenheit is you add 40, right. you multiply by either five-ninths or nine-fifths, oh, and you subtract so, 40. Okay? <laughs> and so so if you're going from... I see. So it's the 40 is the... Minus 40 is where they come together. So if you add 40, you get to zero. Right. You multiply by 9, 5, it doesn't make any difference. You're still zero. You subtract 40, you're back at minus 40. So anyway, that's... Hold that's on, so, so does it eventually just like crisscross at 40? And if you keep going further, then it's colder in Fahrenheit than it is Celsius? Yeah, so minus like 273 is absolute zero <laughs> right. in Celsius. Zero Kelvin is minus 273 Celsius. Don't bring I, Kelvin I don't, I don't remember what... Uh, Absolute zero is in Fahrenheit. We'll have to figure that out. All right. So, okay. so all right, moving on. And along the same lines yeah. is like understanding metric. Do I understand English? Mm-hmm. And metric, there are some benefits to metric. Uh, like, totally. There, there. You know, a lot of people will say that metric makes more sense in everything, and I will say maybe. Like, for example, it's very. If you know. Um, if you want to do three and a half, or you want to take some amount, some amount of something and divide it, and if you're building a bookshelf, easy. yeah, it's very easy to do those things in metric. However, metric is based on base ten. Yeah, a lot of English things are are based on twelve. Yeah, and twelve yeah. can actually be divided by by two, by three, by four, by six. You know, some time ago we talked about. What's wrong? How come there isn't metric time? Yeah. It's because 60 divides better. Yes. 60 is a better number than, than 10. Yeah. Uh, then, right, so I was thinking, how about 100 minutes in an hour? If metric is so great, you can divide everything up so much nicer. Mm-hmm. Why not 100 minutes in an hour? Because 60 is actually divides six, better. Yeah, exactly. 60 works very, very well quarters, for a lot of Quarters, things. thirds, yes. eighths. You right. can do all of those things. Can and be, same thing with 12. So yeah, yeah. well yeah, right. so, yeah. So, so, so twelve and sixty yeah. are both much more functional numbers in a lot of ways. But that I'm not trying to diss uh, metric because there are a lot of situations where metric makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. But I think trying to go a hundred percent metric, is, no. And you know that's why the, the the Brits have not. Yes. They they still have a, the, on the highways. They've got uh, miles. Yeah. Now I think they use kilometers for speed. But miles for distance, they have a really mixed up. Hmm. You can use... And they still sell pints. <laughs> and they still, they still sell pints. I don't want to talk about people being weighed in stone. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even yeah, know what you're yeah, talking right. about. Yeah, that's a little different. But they, they have a kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's go into a totally yeah, different right. direction. How about budgeting? <laughs> 
I, you know, doesn't sound doesn't sound like a difficult skill, but boy, I just find it boring. I just find it boring to tell you the truth. You know, I'm so many keeping keeping track of all your expenses. Like at the end of the yes. month, they go, "Oh, you know what we spent in uh, entertainment versus groceries last month?" No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just find that so incredibly boring. Okay, and, so this is this is, and the good thing about it is. I've always made... So is, is, is it a skill that you kind of admire? I mean, how did it make your list of skills you wish you had? Like, yeah, so You it, wish you cared it, more? It, I guess this is the sort of thing where I feel guilty about not putting more of an emphasis on yeah, yeah. I've always made enough money that it just doesn't really matter that much. Like, I'm not... If, if, if I made If you were less, closer to the edge. If I was closer to the edge, I would be much yeah. more concerned about budgeting. Yeah. And it's, it's However, it's, you can you also do recognize the benefits of Of course there's benefits. <laughs> of course there's benefits. And, and it's one of those things where it's kind of like the guy who at the end of the summer he you know uh, runs out all the gasoline in his in his lawnmower and puts in the you know the uh, stuff. That, the, that's a that great guy, idea. You know, that's a terrific it's a, it's idea. It's a terrific idea. I've never done it. I never will do it. I'd, I'd rather buy a new lawnmower. And I hope it for that. the best in the yeah, spring. I, exactly. Yeah, it's just that's just not me. Okay, I just have to fight it a little bit more. Now, how about this? The Boy Scout guy who can yeah. tie. 25 different knots. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. Well, every time we go, we go camp, ever go camping with my brother, he's, he loves the idea of having a covered tarp area. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's great if it rains, but even if you know it's not going to rain, you've got the shade and you don't have just stuff falling down right. on the table. Yeah. So he brings a big tarp and all of these, uh, all of these ropes. And he used to, uh, race sailboats right and he's just slinging unbreakable knots that will come out with two fingers yeah. when you're when you're ready yeah. and i'm doing the granny knots and at the end of this <laughs> at the end of the weekend they're like ah jeez yeah. <laughs> let's just cut the thing because yeah, stupid what knots. is this pigweed knot what are we gonna do with this knot <laughs> yeah. so i i grew up uh going out with my dad on the boat so i know a, a, a few basic boating knots all right and I, I learned, I learned oh, a couple. The of, rabbit comes out of the hole. The bowlin, right? Yeah, I learned a I learned a couple of basic knots like the bowlin and the square knot and the half hitches and the. Uh, so, so I know a few basics, but when I go out camping with somebody who's like a you know scout master, and they're show, you know doing all these crazy knots, I also learned one from Longinus, which was yeah. the the um, yeah, trucker's hitch. That. And that, right. was, that was very helpful for putting the kayak on top of the car. Uh, the trucker stitch is, is a good one. But I, I really would like the to one know that you, more where you can, you, can, you can cinch it up, yeah. but it releases easily. Yeah, and, and the, yeah, you basically put a, put a hitch in the line, and then you can, you can oh, wrap it back yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. and pull it down tight. It's, yes. it's, it's a very useful knot. But that's the sort of thing. I'd like to know it, but on the other hand, I haven't gone out and bought a Boy Scout book and figure them all out you know why not uh what about is a noose is there a certain number of rings around so like yeah i need to tie one of those and and is do can you not hang someone with just like two those two turns how come come there's always like 12 or 13 that's a good question is that important in the neck breaking world of neck breaking that's a good question all right i'm bringing hey if anybody out there has an answer yeah yeah if if, if you're in the habit of hanging (laughs) stringing people up then um 
first, re- just, report first, yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're somebody who's studied all of the ins and outs, this is your skill. Yeah, I know all of the execution. Yeah, how you, many volts it takes to kill a human being? Yeah, you, you probably ought to go talk to the police. <laughs> but, right. but if you have an answer to the question, how high, know. how high a guillotine needs to be in yeah, order to exactly. chop a head? Like, yeah. oh yeah, I know all those facts. Yeah. Okay. You now you, you're a problem. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Stay another away. one that that um, we both have dabbled in this you more than than i um learning other languages yeah. i've i've learned i've taken french greek and hebrew right i can't speak any of them right but i've like know a little bit about each one of them um i've actually studied a little bit of spanish you're fluent in spanish yeah. um, well this is so this is if if my if my 18 year old self yeah could see me using spanish today mm-hmm. uh, he would be blown away, like, oh, my God, that's the only thing I'll ever need to have in my whole life. But, you know, the the more you know, the more you don't know. Yeah. Yes. So then once you get to where I, where I am now, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty crappy. Now, any other, any non-Spanish speaker would think it's great. Me, where I am, like, you know, I'm not reading novels or reading the newspaper or right. watching, you know, watching yeah. movies, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's... it's you know, you're always less impressed with your own accomplishments, I think. You know, one thing that was very surprising to me was when I learned that uh, – who's the guy who started National Review? Um, Buckley? Buckley. Uh, he he grew up speaking Spanish. That's nuts. Yeah. And he, and he, a, and he has such a distinct sort of Connecticut upper crust yes. accent. And became almost like a worldwide uh, – uh, expert on the english language so was it uh because he was he, because he was born or, or was he like a military or a diplomat family or something Dipl- like diplomat that? Family, okay yeah. yeah but but he was the kind of person huh. that if people weren't sure about the meaning of the word they'd call him <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right and, yeah oh he, no no he's, he's his mastery of the language is just absolutely fantastic. amazing it's just, yeah. it's just a treat to hear him speak yeah so whistling i mean i can <laughs> yeah, regular no, whistling I'm i can do just fine but the kind of whistling where you put two fingers in your mouth and you, you know, make a really loud That's whistle. the only thing I can do. Like a, the, the sports whistle, like a really loud sports whistle. Yeah, I could do that. But the uh, sing-songy... Oh, we're the opposite then. Oh, okay. I, I, I can whistle any tune you want. I, I can whistle Aren't you that a friend kind of thing, who's a, a whistle connoisseur? I, I knew a guy in college who could whistle like you wouldn't believe. He he would say that the birds would come to him for instruction. He 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 was so sure good at, so good at whistling. It was just, just astonishing. And I can whistle decently well, but the loud whistle yeah, I haven't I, have. I haven't quite mastered. And and honestly, a couple times I've like watched a video on it, <laughs> gone, gone out to the to the park because I don't want to do this in my backyard. You know, so I go out to the park and I, I just, and I've got it to the point where I can. Do it sometimes, right. but like I can't consistently do the old loud whistle. And when, uh, like, I don't, I don't think uh, young Mowgli can whistle at all. Mm. I remember there was a, mm. you know, being like thirteen and going, "All right, this is it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. This is my time. Got to learn whistle. To whistle. And yeah. I'm gonna and I'm get my three tennis balls and go in the backyard. And I'm going to learn how to juggle. And I don't. Okay. So I did my yeah. Juggle. That should be on the list. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Three balls. I have no idea how to, anybody could ever figure out going, getting beyond three. But, uh, yeah, three uh, oranges. Yeah, no you can do that. that. Okay, so uh, dancing is on the list. And I've mm-hmm. actually learned how to do some dancing. Yeah, I'm happy yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, 
but there's a lot of dances I don't know. Playing the guitar, I'm. I know some. I know some instruments. I can play trumpet and flute, and I can play a little bit of guitar. But but a lot of these things, they just require concentrated attention. You need to sit down and work on it hours a day yeah. for, and that's the problem. I, I, I'm like, not willing to do that. I am going to uh, take an uh, an out here. <clears throat> I think I did dedicate enough time on the piano mm-hmm. to where I, be, I feel like shouldn't it be catching on by now? Why, mm. why, why do I still feel like I'm struggling? Why do I have to look at that when I look at the notes? Like I'm still in my mind going, all right, counting counting my way up. Like right, oh really? Like not I can't, not looking at the chord and going automatic, just reacting to the sight. And putting my fingers where they belong without thinking my way through them all, and I'm going, uh, like, you know what? Maybe this I can't. So that's I still don't, I still don't I don't know if did I not stick with it long enough, mm. or am I just d- lack that bone? Yeah, uh, and it's because it's like, wait a minute, I know people who've studying piano the same length. They're, they're in a band, and I'm I'm right. I'm just trying to get through Mary Had a Little Lamb still here. Yeah, that, that's interesting, because I one of the things that I was very good at when I played the trumpet was sight reading. Yeah. And I, you could put you could put a difficult piece of music in front of me I'd never seen before, and I could just pick it up and play it. Cause I, I'm, I, 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 I pull them. out my pen and then write on the graph, like on the, on the clef, like, all right, C, E, B. Really? Yeah. That, that's interesting. Yeah. For, you know, after, hmm. you know... Right. Too long of a time. So here's another skill that I would I would love to have: charming, fabulous women. <laughs> <laughs> How Just about to throw that one in there? You know, uh, Roush, Roche. What's the the the, oh, the 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 manosphere guy. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah who who right. just who, who just prides himself on just slaying it. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to be that guy? Or no, 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 okay. no. I don't. I don't want to be that guy. I, I'm. I don't want to like invite them into my bedroom. I just want to. I just want the sense of accomplishment to have that way of charming uh, them. You know yeah. I, that. Yeah. I just. I just want that sense of. Uh, okay. I can, <laughs> all right. How about um, sword fighting? You know, as a kid, when I when you know doing the regular um, boys club sports. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I thought of was like, there's like a fencing. Yeah. Club around. Right. Here. I mean, I never pursued it any further. Yeah. I'm sure, I would have had to drive to some far off county, uh, and <laughs> my parents weren't going to be willing to do or, or anything. But, but I did. Th- I did think that was cool. I I did some sword fighting as a lad right. in various scenarios, but I'm not. I'm not good at it. Like you yeah. watch, you watch Princess Bride, and you see those guys sword fighting. They know sword fighting. Yeah. Like you know, I. I nowhere near that level. That well, what about uh, what do they call the? Maryland militia, but not 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 that kind of militia. But yeah, the, uh, the Maryland medieval mercenary the, yeah. militia. I was actually in that <laughs> right. with my. Is there some sword fighting going yeah. on? Oh, there? oh yeah, yeah. Broad, oh, oh, fake broadswords. Wait a minute, I've got a great story for you. <laughs> you know the, the Maryland that. Maryland Renaissance Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? One of the very first Maryland Renaissance festivals I was at. Okay, it was a long time ago. I was like fourteen, and I'm wandering around looking for something to do, trying to get in trouble. And there's there's this booth where they have uh, uh, sword fighting. And what you do is you, you wear the sword fighting gear with the, with the mask and the right. jacket. The foil kind? or the, Yeah, the foil right. kind. And they put a, 
balloon on your chest. Yeah. Okay? And the idea is to pop the other guy's balloon. Okay. So I go I up and I... I haven't seen that lately. They're not yeah, doing I know, that anymore. I know, I know. So I, 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 I was like, great, I'd love to do it. So I go up and I say, I want to try it. And I said, and he says, well, you got to have somebody to fight with. I said, I'll fight with you. And he says, I'm the Maryland State fencing <laughs> champion, you know? I, I said, said, they're supposed to pair you with another noob. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, said, I said, that's all right. I, I don't mind losing, you know? So, so, um... <laughs> So we both suit up. All right. Did you get and the stance right and everything? No, no. I did everything wrong. <laughs> but that's why I, I beat him. Because we're both here. I'm against the Maryland State fencing champion. And he's he's standing in the proper stance. And I come, at him, I come at him like a wild Norse barbarian, slashing at him wildly. And I pop his balloon, like, right away. <laughs> and he's... Totally mortified. Right. And says, okay, we got to try it again. Right. Now, now that he knows what to expect, of course, uh, he, of course he'd be <laughs> My gosh, what a great feeling. It was, it was great. Yeah, I'm 14 <laughs> year old and I, and I beat the... Uh... All right, how about um, handyman tasks? I'm actually hmm. relatively handy around the house. I can do a lot of things. But I'm handier again... than Mrs. Pig we think so. I, am. I, don't <laughs> that. I can fix stuff. But listen to me! <laughs> right, so I can, I can fix most things, but once again... It's like, I feel like I do it well enough so that it's functional, but I don't do it like craftsmanly. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can paint and I can spackle and I can, I can do plumbing. And, I, but and you're like, for God's, for God's sake, it's functional. Exactly. It works, doggone it. <laughs> it's not leaking. It's, I'm out of here. <laughs> stop complaining. Yeah, it, it looks just fine. Well, I mean, maybe it doesn't look perfect, but, but it works. And so I can do... A lot of those kinds of things, but never as quite as uh, elegantly as. Oh, uh, speaking of leaking, I had a leak in the you know the toilet leak and fixed the fixed the leak, and now it's time to do the real work, mm. which is cutting out the drywall and mm. patching it up in such a way that nobody notices. Yeah. Uh no. Yeah. You like you walk in the room like there's a patch exactly, and, and every like, like if for for days on end i would go in and put a coat on let it dry sand it yeah. paint it right. no not a good not a good enough well i'd recently put some uh, had uh, somebody come in and put ductwork mm-hmm. in a house that didn't have ductwork right. in order to do that they had to cut gaps yeah multiple gaps yeah. all the way through the drywall from one end to the other to install it and then and then patch those up. There is no sign yeah, see, whatsoever. That, I mean, a, we're talking about crafts. It's not even. It's it's more art, and he probably it, it probably one swipe. Yeah, that's 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 a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I can repair any drywall problem you have anywhere. <laughs> I know I know exactly how to do it. I can do it. But there's the tape and the thing. And yeah, the thing. yeah, I, so I'm fine with that. I've, I've had to cut all, all that kind of crap out in various times in my life. But when it's done, you say, "Yeah, there was a patch right there." <laughs> but it's not that totally clean, smooth. Oh, I, I really, I, th- I, I, I thought that they might have just torn the whole roof down and patch, you know, and yeah. put their and, and then no, no, they cut the patches and put the yeah. strips up. Yeah, you know, two two foot strips by the whole length of the room. Yeah. And that's no evidence. That, see, that's, to me, that's the crafty side of it. Yeah. And I don't have that. I don't have that gene. I can make it work. I can fix it. Yeah. But the crafty side, not me. And they were Latinas. Are there many Americans who have that skill? In I'm sure there are. But there's only <laughs> there are only three of them that live in North No, America. no, yeah. no. Are there any no, there any, any Americans that are under uh, 50? <laughs> no, no, right. no, 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 no. How about this? Organizing my closet. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that a skill? <laughs> that, that, that is a skill. So I, I have so much stuff in my house. You know, I have too many clothes. I have too many books. I have too many everything. And the ability to organize it. Like my dad. My dad would go down in his workshop. And he would spend hours just organizing the place. That's fantastic. And you'd go down in there and there would be like these racks of of little those little drawers with like different size screws and nuts and washers. Oh, there's like these little slide yeah, out. Thing. Yeah, like that. That workshop was organized like you would not believe. It was a relatively small place, but it was everything. There was a place for everything. Everything was in its place. It was fantastically organized, and I always just assumed that was because he was German. But um, I, I would love <laughs> maybe. I would love that ability to organize things. I don't really don't have it. Um, here's a silly one. Picking the right color shirt. <laughs> like I, I realize that I think in Windows 16 colors. And and women think in like 3,000 colors, you know? And they see, I mean, th- they see orange, things about Orange colors, is orange. What are you, what are you yeah, asking me? They see things in colors that I just do not see. It, it, I, I don't get it. Oh, and, it's more uh, of a pumpkin than an orange. What? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I try my best to, to do that sort of thing, but, you know, uh, that, that color matching and all that. How about this one? A little bit of a domestic thing. Folding a fitted sheet. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a, a big blob of a fitted sheet over there that I, that I stuck under the table so you wouldn't see it. How, how do you fold one of those things? <laughs> can it be done? Apparently, I, it can. apparently it can. Yes. I, you know, Mrs. Crowhill knows how to fold a fitted sheet. I, I don't even know where to begin. Well, I've never uh, had a job that required daily tying ties oh and so yeah so i still watch a youtube video for a a proper wins or not yeah so i remember i remember when i was and then somebody can and then now can you reverse it can you tie somebody else's wins or not for them a kid or do you do it on yourself and then pass it to your son yeah that's that's a good question so so first when i when i was a lad and the rare occasion when i had to wear a tie i would pull my weeblows book okay uh, and yes. follow the directions in there to tie the tie. That's how, that's how I did it. And then when I got into the professional life, I actually wore a tie frequently. So I learned, you know, three or four different ways to tie a tie. But, three or four? What? Yeah. But tying a tie on somebody else, that's an interesting right. skill. So now you're to I can, reverse. I can do it, but it really requires a lot of thinking. You have to, to think about the mirror version. I, yeah, exactly. Of, I'm, I'm like doing spatial reconstruction <laughs> in, my, in my brain to try to get it so I can tie somebody else's tie. But, right. So I guess I, I guess people will be surprised to know that we're not perfect and that we do have things that we could improve on ourselves. Yeah, you know, I'm sure perfect. I'm sure that all of our, our listeners will be entirely <laughs> surprised that we, that we did not already have all of these skills yes, already in yes. place. And then, now, here, well, here's the thing. Yeah. These are the only skills that, that we don't have. Uh, yes. Every yes. other skill. Anything else skill, you can think of. We, we got it covered. Yeah, just, we really had to work at this list. Exactly. We, we had to like dig deep to find these things that we don't know because everything else we got covered is, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, we got it. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. One, one other thing is we breezed right by our 300th episode. Without any commentary whatsoever. Really? We did. 300. 
300. Well, what do you know? And it's actually not 300 because we lost count somewhere. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, because we, we, we didn't start counting until... A 100. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and that was after about 149 or something like that. So so it's really something like 349. But, but that's not a good number to celebrate. Exactly. Yes, so, so 300. There we go. Right. Cheers. And I do have a man of the week. Oh, good. And, but this is one of my few... Uh, two-time Mans of the Week, I've had, which are surprisingly, Bill Maher, Mm. uh, the basketball player for, uh, Turkish basketball player who changed his name to Freedom, Mm -hmm. and lo and behold, it is, wait for it, Muriel Bowser. Oh, wow. What? What, I mean, how did she even get one? Uh, yeah. It is amazing. How would she be the man of the week? Now she's two. So the city council came together and they said, dis- with the rising crime yeah. in D.C., right. specifically and particularly from juvenile crime, yeah. that they got together and they said what we need to do is uh, provide or something? no more no. lenient punishments for oh. serious offenses. Oh, of course. That's the, for example, stop the code reduces sentences for robberies, carjackings, home invasion, burglaries, and illegally gun illegal gun purchases. So she vetoed the bill. Wow. There yes. Uh, yeah. Good for her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, how do you think that went? I'm sure they overturned her veto. Uh, Twelve to one. Wow. Well, okay. So you know, I, I never twelve thought... to one. I this I don't know if you uh, you guys have li- listened to our uh, show on homelessness and how that's driven by terrible liberal politics. Yeah. Uh, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I never thought these words would come out of my mouth, but uh, well done, Muriel Bowser. Yes. Yeah, so the last one was the the motorcycle ride to the Vietnam Wall is the. Thunder, yeah, the Thunder Rally, Memorial Day, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Memorial Day, yeah. and it's mostly Vietnam vets. So those guys are all seventy start, and over. A lot of them start right down the street from me because there's a uh, old glory. Uh, right, holiday. right. So there's yeah. those gatherings that they yeah. come in, but the main staging was at the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe Biden decided that oh, it was a COVID risk, mm. and so they wouldn't let them use the Pentagon rally staging point. Right. So Muriel Bowser let them use RFK Stadium. Oh. Oh, good for her. Yeah, so that's how she's gotten two. How does she get two? Because otherwise, she's gosh, awful. We got to invite her on the show. I mean, gosh, <laughs> that's twice she's become man of the week. I mean, there are much more deserving people who haven't gotten man of the week twice. Yeah, here she is. Well, I, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going to write. I'm going to write to her office. Anyway, so and tell when, her that she's been man of the week twice. So, so she's responsible for a lot of the reasons that uh, that. DC is going into the toilet, mm-hmm. but following these new provisions, yeah. the increased crime, carjackings, etc. Do not blame the cover the the mayor. Okay, do not blame the mayor. Who well, man of the week? Way to go, mural. Okay. Thanks for listening to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill. If you enjoy the show, please tell a friend. We would like to say share it on social media, but we hate social media. Just tell a friend in real life. That would be lovely. Thank you very much.